day job. Let's go. Look at me, Damien. The blackest day. Son of a bitch. Stinger says this is Blade Job episode thirty four. The only podcast. Do we have like? Do we have like a like blood sweaty men? How does this? Yeah, how does that I'm go? About changing that maybe a little bit. We should. We probably but, should. I think yeah, I put that as like a. Like we're probably a, the, we're the best horror wrestling podcast out there. Probably I mean, the biggest too. We're a five star podcast. So yeah. I mean, as long as you understand how many view or you know just, reviews we, we have. just can't get like so big that somehow like a legit celebrity wrestler or horror movie person starts their own wrestling horror podcast because then they will be the biggest true until also then, until until our until then we are we are the kings of the niche by the way we are fucking ad free 24 7 buddy no yeah, ads. ads i mean we'll we'll plug a beer here and there but there's no actual speaking ad. of that i'm gonna get it I'm, I'm gonna, my name's steve carly by the way i'm the co-host my other my main man the love of my life over here eric marshick sorry i was reaching for what's my beer. up um, I'm drinking Dale's Pale Ale, brewed and canned by Oscar Blues Brewery, and it's not good. Anyway, that's okay. pretty much all I got to say about that one. Should I let? Should I say mine? Because I actually have a beer yeah. that was picked out Please by do. one Steve Carley Very today. Exciting. Usually, you know, I'm drinking what a high like a Miller Lite <laughs> or a PBR. You forced me to become a snob. Today, I am drinking Brew Dog, Last Lager, Dry Hopped Pilsner. And um, I'm like, you want to try it? You haven't tried it. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a hoppy. Take a sip of that. Like a hoppy mm. pilsner. It's um, I like it. I might as well be drinking a Miller Lite. It's very similar. Which no, is why I got it for no, you because no, no, no. I'm thinking about you, man. I care about mm-hmm. you, know. Anyway, it's like a hoppy Miller Lite. It's good. This um, is Blade Job, episode 34. As I said, I already said our names. We're talking about Demons Two today. Yes, first sequel. Oh yeah, we haven't covered a sequel yet on the show, or like. We haven't covered a sequel to a sh- episode we've already done. Like we did Demons back in the archives. Go check it out. It's a good episode. I mean, they're all good episodes, but yeah. yeah. But Demons is in the archives. But we haven't like covered a part one and a part two. I don't think ever. I mean, you can't really call this a part. Okay, yeah. no semantics. Well, you're right. Sure, sure, sure. You know, you're right. You're right. You're right. No, when you're right, you know, you're right. You're a genius. You're the smartest. Argento ever. produced, uh, Bava directed. So. Not not Mario Bava though. No, bite, bite your tongue, my friend. I don't know if he was alive at this point. Bava. Also, you, um, yeah, was he alive at this point, Mario Bava? I'm, I'm, is he dead? I, I, I hell if I know. I don't know, but I believe Mario Bava too is like second generation director. So Ma- I believe Mario his, Bava is his son directed this. Lamberto Bava directed Lamberto this. Bava, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mario Bava is the famous like in, inventor of Giallo, essentially. Sure. But I believe his father was a famous oh, director, too. you know what? Mario Bava died five years before they shot Demons 2. Damn, I don't even know if he saw Demons 1, then. Oh, my God, dude. Look up Mario Bava's father, though. Okay. Let All me know right. if he was an Italian film director, because I believe he was. I, you know, the Bava name, buddy. Yeah. Uh, while Steve's looking that up, yeah. um, one Good start. You know, kind of a shout-out here. Again, Troma Dance... We've kind of it feels like we've taken a long break because we recorded that episode like three weeks ago and we posted it last week, so we haven't really done it sat down and done one of these in a while, but Troma Dance, live show, Eddie Guerrero match, talking about Night of the Bloody Apes, the best wrestling gore movie ever made. Go check it out in the archives now. Uh great crowd. Thanks yeah, for when it, it was came a fun out. Time. You know, we had about 
a dozen people there. Because we were the openers, so we were the kinda, openers. If, yeah. if I'm, in fact, if I'm not mistaken, we were on before they even opened the goddamn doors. So. Yeah, <laughs> we started. We started a little premature. It was fun though. It was actually it was a lot fun. of fun. Um, but yeah, yeah thanks to everyone who showed up. Thanks to the venue for really helping us out too. So kind of took took a bit to to kick things off. We, yeah. we, we we were the guinea pigs. It happens. So anyway, back to well, yeah. What's so the what's the deal with Bava? Give me the deal with Bava. Eugenio Eugenio Bava Bava. Now, by the way, Mario Bava and his father are cinematographers and directors. But like, okay, like you know, Wikipedia has them as cinematographers, which is interesting. Anyway, uh, died in 1966. So, but he was he he was so he was an old school film guy though. Correct. You know, doing fucking Italian films in like what the forties, probably. Fabrizio Bava, thirties, great maybe. grandchild of uh, this of Eugenio Bava, and that's Lamberto Bava's son. He's a casting director. Interesting well, enough. Yeah, eighteen six, eighteen eighty six. The uh, Eugenio Bava came out or came out. Yeah, he was he was released on his day of birth. <laughs> and then, and, and and such Italian whore was born. That's goddamn right, Eric. How you doing though? So just you know, I'm doing good. Um, what else we got to do here? Oh, let's, let's talk about some recent updates and movies. It's been, a, like I said, it's been a while because we haven't done an update since no. in a long time. We've had to have the listeners fend for themselves, which is no mm-hmm. fun. Um, yeah, you want to take a sip? You want to st- you start with yours because I have a few more to talk about than right. you. But we, we and then we have one common one in recent the beer movies. Down. All right, so I mean, in terms of updates, in terms of like what I've seen, I finally saw Ready or Not. That was a movie that I. You know, when I saw the first trailer, I was like, ah, it's kind of like a Blumhouse-ish. Not quite Blumhouse, but, you know, I thought it was going to be fine and maybe not great. Um, But then the reviews came out and people were loving it. And I thought, all right, what the hell, I'll go check it out. And you liked it? I liked it a lot. It was a lot of fun. I know it's not perfect. You know, it's, uh, I would call it, I want to say good, not great, but I would call it great. I think it's a great movie. It's fun. It's, it's, It's a fun movie. It's nothing that we haven't seen before. They kind of like, you know, the, uh, the, um examination of class and it's sort of mm. like a spoofish it's it's a funny movie it's a comedy-ish it's a mm, thriller okay. horror comedy you could say um and then but the but the um oh my god i need to look this up again because the uh the main actress samara weaving is mm-hmm. in fucking credible in this movie incredible acting or incredible looking both very much both <laughs> thank you for pointing that out because you were that, that was definitely where I would i've go only next. really seen the poster for this movie so i know what she looks like she is very attractive yeah but no i think she's incredible like she really gives it her all and she does this she acts circles around everybody else i mean then everybody in this movie is great i mean you've even got adam brody he was my old he was a man crush of mine a long long time ago yeah. kind of still is anyway she's great i'm excited to see her get more good stuff more leading stuff because I really feel like this is going to be kind of like a you know a catapult to mainstream for just Australian blonde Australians man yeah she kind of Woo. reminds me of Woo. like that like Woo. like uh she looks like a good mixture of like of Margot Robbie who's also an Australian mm. Margot Robbie and Emma Stone if if you okay. mix them together you get was, yeah. Samara Weaving and boy great. is she great in this movie she's a so would you call it a horror movie. Or is it more like a thriller? I would call it thriller? a thriller movie. Okay. Because there's even like what I would... You've seen The Strangers from 08? Great yeah. movie. That's that's technically a horror movie. I would call it a terror movie. And it seems like I'm, I'm just like pulling... You know, it seems like I'm just pulling at hairs. You know, like I'm just kind of... Um, you know, I'm, it's semantics here. But I, I think I think of horror, I think of like ghouls, zombies, that kind of shit. 
So like the strangers were just like you know like um, uh, be, people being terrorized by other humans. I right. find that I don't know if I would consider that a horror. I mean, call me wrong, sure. What the hell? So demons, up on Twitter. demons too is horror. Yes, I would call that a horror movie. But so like Halloween. <sighs> That's where, of course, where my logic falls because I'm not a I'm not a smart guy. So you know, okay. I think of things. <laughs> But the point is, I would consider this not a horror movie, but a kind of like a a, a thriller. It's a thriller. Okay. It's, a, it's, it's a thriller. It's you a thriller. It? It's a thromedy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's a thriller comedy. It looks fun. It looks like a good like. Uh, it is. Like I, it probably won't, but it'd be like a fun movie to check out, like in the Halloween season, like because I, as you we should. talked about in I previous like times, it, like I like a good fun horror movie in in the Halloween season. It's like Clue, but without. Do you know what you know what it's about basically? Yeah, it's, it's like basically it's a game like of hide they're getting seek. married or something, and they're like indoctrinating her into like the family, and that they do like a hide and seek type. I mean, yeah, you nailed that. And that's and that's exactly like, what it is. Thing, but then like yeah, they're all killing each other. I really don't know much more than that. It's that's really all you need to know. I mean, I I really think you'd like it a lot. I, I probably would. You really need to check it out. We'll rent it or something. That's very good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I want to check it out next month. It, it's I, I want to do a kind of a a theme for each week of October, and one of them October. will be uh, newer releases. Okay. So. Yeah. No, I just yeah, I had a good time with it. You know, it was okay. a packed theater, which is nice. It's made, it made some money. Really? Packed theater for us. I went with my with my brother who was in town, and uh, yeah, I, you know, I had a good time with it. So I think horror's been doing good. Yeah. Hey. Oh no. Um, I mean, hell yeah. I, I guess mean, come like, on. This uh, is the this is the year that this is the year that Midsummer came out. I mean, come on, we're in a right. golden age of horror right Breaking now. Breaking box office numbers. <laughs> Damn right. Two hours and forty minutes. I'm telling you. Speaking of two hours, they released and, a, a new, new cut of that. Yeah. I don't know, man. Speaking of two hours and forty five minutes, I heard. I also saw it, Chapter Two, and I know you want to talk yes, about that because I did see that as yeah. well. Tell us about it. I mean, <laughs> okay. Take it. Well, take, take it I away, saw buddy. it, Chapter Two. Um. It was, uh, of me. it was it was okay it was okay um I, it sounds like i might have enjoyed ready or not better it chapter two was a little long well ready or not's like an hour and a half so yeah it, it chapter two is kind of long but like I, long. there was stuff i enjoyed about it chapter two as well it's kind of like the same with my critique with the first movie like i didn't really like the first movie but i liked parts of it a lot and there were parts of this movie i really liked a lot too so it's like I don't know if the bad outweighs the good, but I'm kind of split down the middle uh, with with it chapter two. Kind of the it reboot both movies. I'm just I, I, mean, I don't think th- I don't think they'll be lauded as classics. I mean, I personally. think they're both worlds better than the fucking original. That's uh, that's true, but that's unwashable garbage. Like, even back in the day, I didn't care for it at all. That's true. The the original is very slow and dull and boring, but. You like well, Tim Curry. You, you like know Tim what? Curry. I will say Tim. I I thought I like Tim Curry better than Skarsgård. Is that, is, that, is that his name? Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. Yeah. I, the first movie. I thought. I feel like I weirdly enjoyed him more in this movie. In the second. See, I one. I loved the first one. I this movie is not quite as good. I liked it a lot. I still had a great time with it. Oh yeah, it's definitely a really fun movie. You know, I um, I just I think the the first movie, it being a, what maybe a half hour shorter, is more toned, you know, and more concise. Yeah. Um, this one definitely meanders, but there's definitely not a scenes or they could they could definitely cut that, and it definitely feels its length. But, um, I just love that world, you know. I love Pennywise. I love yeah. Bill Sarsgaard Sarsgaard as Pennywise. I love the effects they use. 
even though the effects at that the, the China dinner were not great. Those it was okay. Effects, it was not, fun. Those were noticeably worse special effects, and then you know to remain spoiler free, but. Those are noticeably noticeably worse special effects than like everything else in the movie. But the 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 thing that um, I, I will I I really enjoyed all the little like um, kind of like going into each character and sure. trying those little like pieces mm-hmm. of their past. Like that was fun. There's just a lot um, of of what they they go back to things that weren't in the first movie, right? So it's hard when you when they go back to revisit things that we as the audience have never seen before. Which well, is and then I, I thought this was my biggest gripe was because I mean I had seen the first movie I've seen the first movie twice, and I still for the life of me didn't remember shit about like that Bauer storyline. Oh, see, okay. and the I, whole I, I fucking again recently, guy so. driving him, like all of that completely. I was like trying to remember back. I was like, "What the fuck is even happening?" So like, there was no. I feel like there was very little explanation of why that was happening, what was happening with that. Yeah. So that that kind of drove me crazy because I wish that the I wish that the whole movie would have re- maybe recapped parts of the first a little bit more or something instead of I, recapping I things we'd never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was just a really clunky mess. But well, I think it I was... know that um I know that Andy Mus Muschietti Muschietti, the director, I know that he wants to make a combined movie now. That's which would be really cool. I would rather have seen a two and a half like hour that. combined movie. Oh no, it won't be the... two and a half hours. It'll be a lot longer than that. No, I, well, I think that they could have, with the right person editing it, you could have taken the first movie and this movie and edited it down to a cohesive. Maybe not okay. I don't know. I think that maybe you could have each one being about 90 minutes. Did you see um, Mama from 2013? Andy Muschietti's Mama? Maybe. It's very good. Anyway. I don't um, know who. The, did he direct these two movies? Yeah. Okay. Andy Muschietti. Yeah, he's, uh, he's like a. I don't remember his but, nationality, but yeah, he's a young guy. He did the first. He did it in chapter two with Mama. And then uh, now he's doing the fucking Flash for DC. Yeah, which you may, you, by all Good means, luck. I'm sure. I th- I'm, I find that incredibly exciting. I love, oh man, that's yeah, but exciting. DC's, I don't know. I'm not uh, a huge comic book guy, as you know. I know and DC know. is my uh, even more lackluster than Marvel in my eyes. We have reached, I mean, you know me, I'm a Marvel zombie, but we have reached a period with DC movies where they're good now. So I'm very, right, very me, excited. Give me that. your, give me your good and bad about it. It chapter two. It's too long. Okay. Um, I agree. You know, I I think the uh, the chemistry between the the kid actors is way more fun to watch than the adults. Although I, you know, mm, uh, Jessica yeah. Chastain, of course, is like one of our number one greatest actresses. Yeah. Um, and I think she doesn't have a whole lot to do here. Uh, I know Bill Hader is proving to be an amazing dramatic actor. Have you seen Barry, the TV show Barry? No, but I've heard it's really good. It's incredible. It's, it's, an, it's pretty new, isn't it? Yeah, it's like HBO a season like, or yeah, two. Like, well, they just Not finished even. season two. It's yeah. very, it's it's incredible. I really think you need to watch that. Um, so, I mean, a lot of the cast is kind of wasted. Again, I don't love the whole going back, the structure of it. You know, I know it's all a lot of flashbacks. It kind of has to be, um, you know, so to me. That's oh, what I mean by almost combining the two sure. movies. Instead of having all the, yeah. f- the flashbacks being more meaningful. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I, I don't know. But I just, I, I love every second that. Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise is on screen. Like I, just, I love the work that they do with him. I love his physical acting. I think it's in, absolutely incredible. So, 
to me, any shortcomings I have is pale. Like they drift away as soon as Pennywise comes back. I, yeah, I wish they had more of him in, in. I wish they had more of him in the sequel before the whole like third act. You know, with the whole the yeah. I wish. Do what I say? I like. I do. Skarsgård. He's a good Pennywise. I like him. I just don't find him scary. And maybe it's because is, I'm an adult. No, it's just it's interesting because I yeah, am not I, scared by a lot of like, you know, a lot of horror these days because again because we're adults yeah. but i think that these two movies have like a really effective scary horror movies at least to me yeah i'm I mean, gonna be like oh yeah I'm a, I'm a tough guy the things don't scare me but like these movies yeah they don't scare me but i you can view them and you can understand i think those are they're incredibly well done this movie relies too much on jump scares the first yeah. one more build up to the but jump I, scares i personally i don't know i like i think jump scares are needed Sometimes, and the first one had well, jump scares. The first but... one has jump scares, but again, they it builds up to it. There's That's a, true. Lo- a lot of the scenes is a slow build. In the same scene, there's a great build up to the jump scare. Here, there's not as much of that. Um, it's more just you know the generic yeah. scares, which is is a bummer. But again, to me, you know, it doesn't matter much to me because I just love everything they do with Pennywise, with the with the design of him, with the acting, the physical acting that Skarsgård does. Yeah, I just I fucking love the music. I just, I think it's fantastic. So to me, that kind of trumps any of the. Again, the second one I don't think is as good as the first one. I it took me a while to kind of decide mm. that because I couldn't really decide which I preferred. I, yeah, I don't really know. I mean, I don't know which one I prefer either. It's like, the length. It's the length. It's just, uh, the, the second one is just... And I was... When they announced that it was two hours and 45 minutes, I thought, holy hell yes. That is amazing. Because I could watch yeah. you know, four hours of this stuff, but... I think it kind of showed that it was... Yeah. It, yeah. They could have trimmed a lot of that fat, for sure. Yeah. I, I really think that... Like, the first one... I think I've said this on the sh- podcast before. Like, the first one, I really enjoyed the kids just doing kid shit Mm -hmm. and the pennywise stuff was a little lackluster for me in this one i feel like the pennywise storyline was much better but yeah you're right the actors didn't have the chemistry yeah i feel like and i mean you know it's maybe well i I I don't know i remember listening on different podcasts and i kind of agree with that is the idea of like well these kids when you're at that age you're 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 you know you're on set with these with these kids you kind of become friends and that that chemistry is natural whereas actors i'm sure Jessica Chastain's on set for a day. She goes someplace else to fly somewhere to act somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You've got, uh, you know, they're all, you know, they're professionals. They've been yeah. in the game for a while, so you don't have that kind of connection, you know? Yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, there, there's, goods, there's good and bad about both of them. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe this needs to, maybe I need to wait a little bit to really judge it as a whole. But it was, it was, it was fun, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm still kind of indecisive about how I feel about this new It reboot as a whole. <laughs> Where like other stuff, like you know, like the Halloween remake last year, like I pretty immediately knew like that was fun. I liked it. That was better than I was. Expecting you know, it like to be. so, like this one, I just feel like it needs to sit a little longer, and maybe it needs that second viewing. Like, because when I when I first saw it, um, in theaters, uh, last year, part or whenever it was, two years ago, part one. I was I th- I had the same feeling I have now like lackluster kind of I think I think I'm having a better year of horror than you are this year I guess I'm just maybe because I I don't know why that well, is you're you're much more of a stickler for it than I am I I I guess I am but I don't have the highest expectation I just I don't like clunkiness in my horror or like I don't like uh, dragging or you know I I would rather just have like a cheap not cheap but you know hundred minute. Bloomhouse horror 
over like you saw thought provoking right? horror sometimes. You saw upgrade. I have not. Fuck, I need to see dude. that. That's that's I have. It's, it's, I not have a hor- it. it's not a horror movie. I want to make that very clear. It's not a horror movie at all. It's a thriller. But right, I think you'd love that. And movie. like I saw that <laughs> other one. Um, the uh, not, it wasn't upgrade. It was the uh, oh, movie. So good. What was the one with like the the shit in the planet? Like they had like that wall and they walked through it. Oh, annihilation. Yeah, and Annihilation was another one where it was just like... I like that one a lot. Again, the last I think, like, half hour is so good. The, yeah, the last half hour, but beforehand... Yeah, pretty paint kinda, by numbers Kind of clunky, kind of not showing... I, I don't know. So maybe it's I am more of a stickler for these, like... I just feel like there's a wave of, like, this, like... I don't know if thought-provoking horror is the word, well, but it's of, just like it's not horror, dumb horror, which I really, I really enjoy dumb horror. Horror is well, it's changed a lot, obviously. You know, I yeah. mean the slashers. I mean, well, you don't, you get the, a lot of the slashers that come out are just remakes of old classic slashers. Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah. I mean, you know, like you're not going to have a lot of like. Well, I guess you could you could say that like Midsummer's gets ties from like the Wicker Man or something, but yeah. A lot of, you don't have a lot of this straightforward just horror. Except, right. Actually, Ready or Not's pretty straightforward. Right, so, yeah. and and I think that sometimes that like, in a weird way, I would rather watch a, a straightforward slasher that's like at least ninety minutes of excitement sure. than uh, a horror movie that has like like Hereditary or something more like cognitive cognitive yeah. kind of thing. That and Hereditary that. Hereditary had, but yeah, there is like a certain yeah there are exceptions. I did really like Hereditary because. Maybe because it had more of that magical element that personally interests me, but I do like just like I like the whole like um, pagan shit, you know? Like yeah, whole, I like the idea. Well, of, we were like, saying that like that folk horror is kind of a weird trend right now, where it's like it seems like since The Witch mm-hmm. and uh, Hereditary, I just like, like I like horror like that where the audio, like the movie, just takes place in like a small part of a long history of this kind of horror yeah. happening in the world. I like that a lot. Like at the end of Hereditary, you know, all this shit. Um, yeah. yeah, I like that. I like just being a, being a slice of life in an already very yeah. well-established horror kind of, um, you know, idea within the movie. But yeah, but I mean, it, you know, I definitely recommend it. I mean, it's probably the best horror movie I've seen this year. I think it's making um, some shit. I know the first one made a shit ton of money. I think this one's doing. I'm sure it'll not, do It's not fine. doing as well, but it's it's still doing very well. Yeah, but like merchandising and shit, and like yeah. you know all that, like it'll be fine. So it'll be very popular. Going to be, I'm, I'm sure you'll be seeing a lot of Pennywise's Pennywise eyed yeah. in Halloween this year. But that's pretty much it. I mean, I guess uh, other than that, I started watching Dark Crystal TV show, which I hear is very good. Oh, I love it. I mean, were you a fan growing up? See, I know, I don't, I know nothing about that. I did not grow up with any of that shit. The I mean, if never ending story, none of that cheesy '80s crap. Oh. I was one of the poo guy. I was, I was, I was watching real shit. So you see, you're a boob guy. Poo guy, Winnie uh, the Pooh. I said I was a boob guy watching real shit. No, like I grew into adult movie. I, I grew into that later on. No, no, I'm one of the Pooh guy. No, um, I, I would recommend shit. it. It's it's really fun. Um, if you haven't seen the original, the original's also on Netflix. It's like See, an I'm hour this, and a half I'm just long. Not like a children's puppet kind of like fantasy guy. None, none of that interests me. Yeah, at all. but Steve, it's it's one of those movies that's like I don't really know what to compare it to. It's like extremely dark. For a children's movie, yes, yeah, it's rated PG, it. I do know but it's, that, but it is like there, there's stuff that like is for kids, but there's like a lot of shit that you realize as an adult watching it. What's funny about the Dark Crystal on Netflix is that it's directed by a really not a great director. So it's funny that like who directed? I don't know who. It's directed. Louis Leter- Leterrier, I think you pronounce. He did like 
Now You See Me, The Incredible Hulk, the first one, oh. or the second one, I guess. But he's, he's not a good director. It's just, I'd it's be just, curious it's just how much like direction. I don't. I don't know. Well, don't it know. just proves that if you had the right script. I mean, you know, it's just yeah. interesting how you can have some bad directors who could just put out a because great you thing. have yeah, like it's... Brian Henson, yeah. who's Jim Henson's son, oh, I know. heavily involved. Oh yeah, Muppet Treasure Island. See, I've seen almost no Muppet movies. Get the fuck. Okay. I didn't. It wasn't raised that way, you know? I'm watching Captain Planet, you know? I'm watching that okay. shit. Okay. I'm watching... But yeah, I don't know. I, Dark Crystal's cool, especially if you're, like, nostalgic for it. If you grew up with it, highly, highly, highly recommended. The effects it, are just awesome. Too. Yeah, it's just it's just getting praised left and right. I but, mean, I um, noticed. I'm like, holy hell, that's awesome. For those people who were into that kind of thing, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, so, I don't know. Check that out. It's fun. Speaking of not that at all, you got some purchases and VHSs this this uh, week. Yeah, we us. can quickly go over. Yeah, these. we'll run, we'll run through it. I uh, I was telling you earlier. So yeah, I I found this a uh, tape called Gothic, which is a Ken Russell film. And do you want to explain kind of a little bit about Ken? I don't. I know a little I bit. I mean, about I him. know a small bit. I, mean, I don't think he's. I, don't, I think he's long dead. But he, well, actually, he died recently. Actually, no, he's 20, not. Yeah, 2011. He's, he's not. He's not. He's still fresh. But he he's did, a weird guy. He did the Devils. He did Altered States in '80, yeah. which is a very popular one. So he's he's been a very a controversial. He does one of those. I know the Devils was recently like unearthed. It was it was banned for a while. Yeah. So you know he does a lot of like he controversial. Does, he does shit, surrealism. Kind of, yeah. Kind of in a weird. It's not like a Lin- like David Lynch surrealism. It's like a yeah, kind of like a gothic, like almost kind of like the He's an similar type he- of like what yeah. you know Ari Aster kind of is channeling today, like that like dread. He does dread surrealism. Really well. I like so. I like dread in my movies. I need I need dread in my movies. So I found this movie called Gothic by him. I'm not familiar with it at all. It's apparently the story of Mary Shelley writing Frankenstein. Uh, it's a Lord Byron movie gothic i mean i'm sorry lord byron's story like that he wrote like lord byron is from 1788 to 1824 he's an old you know he's a writer from a long long time ago yeah so it's gonna be weird i don't know it's a weird tape i found i don't know if it's gonna be good or not timothy spall's in it is interesting but yeah i don't know if it who dexter I, fletcher's in it no. i know very you probably are reading more about it than i'm even aware of right now probably i just yeah, saw yeah. ken russell and i was like this has to be weird and it's like a late 80s Ken Russell 86 yeah. so it's I don't know it should be fun moderate though. sex and nudity so that's good I'll let you know how it goes um, on, a, on a preview on a, another episode coming up but yeah I also do. found this movie called The Hidden which I'm actually looking pretty forward to it's got uh Kyle McClellan from Twin Peaks sure. and uh Dune and a bunch of other David Lynch shit so I don't know it's kind of like I believe it's kind of like They Live plus Terminator it's okay. It's not really a horror movie. It's more like an action, brainwashing movie, but looks fun. So, those are my two up. And it just has like it, I caught my attention because it has that old school like beautiful like media case, which I was instantly drawn to. So, word. You know, if it's if it if it sucks, it'll at least look good on my shelf. So that's <laughs> that's part of. It. Isn't that all that matters in the end? Yeah. I mean, come on. Some quick news to round up here. We, we can we... skip some of this. I think we, we can. The wrestling news. I just quickly wanted to talk about Clash yeah, of Champions. You can hammer through that while I drink this mediocre beer. And, for sure. You know, I was just impressed. Like, as we're recording this, Clash of Champions was last night, and it was fun. I, I, I'm really impressed by it. And I think that we're heading into WWE t- being on Fox, which is a huge, you know. I read about that. Pretty big. And, um,. You know, we Steve and I were just talking too. You know, stay tuned. 
we'll probably have a few more episodes beforehand, but it would be kind of fun to maybe do a live Hell in a Cell s- s- Twitch stream. Yeah, reactions I'm to it. If you bring to, a guest on, apparently you have to like ask like, Twitch to like get permission to do this kind of shit. So I'm, I already did that. So we're gonna see what happens. We'll see. But yeah, so like Hell in a Cell coming up, I think it's gonna be really fun. I think we're gonna get uh, Bray Wyatt's new character. Remember we remember a couple weeks ago I showed you his new entrance, the demon oh, coming yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, with the mask. Hell yeah, he'll be in a Hell in a Cell probably with Seth Rollins. So it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be a very fun ho- Halloween themed. Uh, uh, Hell in a Cell like pay per view, and we'll probably cover some Halloween havoc. You know, once Halloween comes around, I don't know. We'll we gotta figure out something to do fun for for Halloween that that month. Of course, it's it's the best time for blade job. You know, it's yeah. the best blade job time of the year. But let's let's quick like the last kind of bit of news here. I know we both wanted to talk about it. Yeah, this is three from Hell, new Rob Zombie joint. Yeah. So it seems it's, to be quite controversial. Well, I know that it's been in development for a while. They've been, they've been even doing small bits of marketing for it for quite a while now. But it, it's here. So, I mean, I just because I was wondering when it was gonna, you know, it was going to come out, but I saw it at our local theater, Imagine and Imagine Theaters, which shout out to them. I you know it's my yeah, second shout home. Shout out to Todd Todd Glantz, uh, Paul Glantz, Paul, Paul Glantz. Uh, we should get him on sometime. I'm sure he'd love to come on. I praise his movie theater chain enough as it is. Anyway, I saw that they're playing it for like. A few days tops, I guess, and like two shows a day. Two shows a day. It's like playing like six times in Metro Detroit. But then I saw it at NC seventeen, and my first thought is, mm, okay, all right. Which does there was no do, news. Do a of lot that. of theaters have no uh, precedents, or like, did they not allow NC seventeen? A lot or? of theaters don't allow NC seventeen. Like I had to see one of my favorite movies of all time, Shame, with Michael Fassbender from Steve McQueen. Okay. From 2011, I had to see that at the Main Art Theater in Royal Oak. So, main, well, Main Art might awkward. play Three from Hell then. I don't know. It's a, I mean, that's simply you just have to wait and see. I don't know. It, it was. It's just odd. I mean, is is that the question? Is is that why it's only playing for a certain? You know, only a few, but twice a day for like three days, and that's it. Because if I'm not wrong, Weird, I believe his last film, 31, did not do well. Also, did not play for very long though either. And I don't believe that was because of how it did. I believe it also had a very mm-hmm. limited release. So does that make it... I know that you brought the fact so that is, possibly it might be like a shutter... Or at least go to, go well, to streaming it sooner, right? I'm wondering if, if uh, 3 from Hell will. Right. Like yeah. I said, it seems like Rob Zombie right now has a kind of deal with Shudder. But, I, you know, that it seems like all of his other movies are on Shudder. And they even have bonus features with him giving shutter exclusive commentary over movies so <laughs> it seems like himself watch yeah. he, he himself is pretty in bed with shutter i don't know how that works actually with hollywood and distribution if he actually is producing and distributing these films he probably has say in all that i guess i don't i don't, I, I know, don't know i don't know how we I, I when it comes to his his own movies i don't know if he's like self-financed or what you know, know like either. m night the past three movies he's done have all been self-financed completely Really, I just I just saw a tweet today that's saying that I think with like what was it Glass the past three like the Visit Glass and the other one Split all self fine I think it was a combined total of like thirty six million dollars or forty six apparently they've all made about four hundred million dollars so he's doing okay so he's doing very well and he just actually he just put in out two uh, movies for twenty twenty one and twenty twenty three Shyamalan in out February. here. 
not a big fan of his work, but I mean, you know, I respect you know, that. You I know, haven't, I'm not either. As he's really. got the passion, and he's clearly got, you know, he's smart enough to know to finance his own shit and pull it off. So I, I fuck with signs, though. Yeah, signs is pretty good. <laughs> so, so I don't know. Three from hell. I guess my my point was I don't know if like if uh, Rob Zombie has his own sort of thing like that. If he like self finances or if you know, yeah, I don't, I don't I know. Either. But you know what? Let's keep an eye on it. If it does hit Shutter or VOD, let's try and let's try and jump on that and give it a review. I wouldn't mind seeing it in theaters. I, like I wouldn't either, but I don't know if we'll be able to. Probably not. I don't know. NC seventeen. I wonder what what makes it. It's not. It's not. It, it's it's easy to have your already movie get that, but it's usually pretty easy to edit it down to avoid that. So I wonder if he was just like, nope, I'm not. I'd rather just have it not play very many places, and you know. I mean, he knows he has a fan base. He knows that people like us will watch it. Kind of like this podcast. We know our audience. Um, We love our audience. No, but it's probably it's probably very very violent, and there's probably there might be like dicks and shit. You ever watch Euphoria on HBO? Your dicks that way. I have. I have not. (laughs) Fucking love that show. Watch Euphoria. If you're listening, watch Euphoria. If you're like, ah, it's a bunch of teenagers. Yeah, I get it, but boy, is it good. So, yeah, show's incredible. Well, speaking of Rob Zombie, too. Oh yeah, good call. Good, good man. I'm telling you, you're smart. (laughs) Blade Jobber of the week. Um, is this still? Is it? It's still kind of fresh news, right? Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. this That's fresh. was it this past weekend or two I weekends ago? So I think it was. Just, oh no, it was two weekends ago. I think. Two weekends ago. Still. Either way, it's still, it's still like there's still not a ton of information on it. But mm-hmm. Sid Haig hospitalized. Um, Do we? Mer- I don't remember what the cause was, which is unfortunate. I believe for my it was an accident. I heard. Like I heard he fell. Okay. Or I don't want to be like spreading misinformation, but I, I it was like it was I I heard an accident. So I don't know what that entails. You know. Yeah. If that means a slip and fall, if that means a car accident, I really don't know. But we do yeah, know it was he, an accident. he was in ICU. Um, apparently he's getting better. Yeah, his wife shared a positive health update. Yeah, so I think he's getting better, but, you know, I don't know, again, does he have a huge role in three from hell is even in three from hell i don't know well he is because it says like sid Haig's wife offers all all update on the three from hell star status so yeah uh, you can assume i don't think he is like part of the three from hell if you know what i mean (laughs) but he is he is he he is in the movie but you know he's kind of a rob zombie staple um but yeah we're just wishing him the best and uh he's uh definitely worthy of the blade jobber of the week He's been I mean, a he's been a blade jobber for many years. He play, he's got second billing. He's billed as Sid Haig, Captain Spaulding, and Three from Hell, right next to Sherry Moon Zombie. So, yeah, might, but who's the a, who's the bigger, who's the other guy besides for Bill Mosley? Bill Mosley. Who's the other guy? Emilio Riviera. Yeah, I just was Danny Trejo. Those are the three from Hell, though. I believe. Got it. I, I think Got I don't. It. I don't remember. It's been like I said. I kind of also wouldn't mind doing a little Rob Zombie binge before checking out Three from Hell. I, from what I don't don't quote least, me on this. At right? least House of a Thousand Corpses on and don't. skipping the Halloweens. Oh fuck yeah! I love I love seeing the IMDb Parents Guide and having it all, every every section be severe, like bright red, <laughs> bright red. Look at that. That is all red, baby. I love that. Now. Do not quote me on this one, but I want to say that this movie's getting great reviews. I'm sure it's fun. Do you see Devil's Rejects? Uh, Devil's Rejects yeah, is a fun movie. It's a long time ago. Long time I ago. don't know if I ever... The only Rob Zombie movie I don't think I've seen is was Lords of Salem. Okay. I don't know if I've seen that. I'd have to go 
If I did, I don't really remember it. But they're all, I think they're all kind of fun. Like, he really brings that, like, evil knows carnival doing, you know? vibe to the screen. And I don't know. I mean, they're not the best movies, but they're not the fucking worst. RogerEbert.com gave Three from Hell four out of four stars. God fucking bless. So. And that's that's actually, that's Sad. like, that's, that's, they seance Roger Ebert for every review. They do. And see what he would rate it. With a with they a sure. little weird star Ouija board, buddy, they sure do. Right, that's what I hear. Damn, Sherry Moon Zombie. Hello. Yeah, man. Hello. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's NC17, and uh, so interesting. Yeah, Rob Zombie's not afraid to show his wife off. Oh, good for him. Good for him to you know for doing well for his movies and you know and. So, stay tuned. I'm sure we'll have we'll be keeping you abreast to the Three from Hell updates on our end. Hopefully, we catch it. You know, sometime, but Sid Haig, get better, buddy. It sounds like it's getting better. Yeah, Sid so Haig, I'm not, I'm you know, you're our blade jobber of the week. Uh, long overdue. I mean, you know, he's, it's kind of, yeah. He's a staple, man. But let's get into this. Let's get into the meat of the episode here. Let's talk about demons. No, no, no. I'm talking about demons too. Demons too, a.k.a. Nightmare Returns. A.k.a. not demons three, but apparently demons three sort of exists. Uh, yeah. Well, that no, that's the American VHS Demons Three. That is not related to the Italian release Demoni Three. The hell, Demons Three was a weird cut of Demons and Demons Two put together on some VHS tape. I don't really know all of the logistics, but, but listeners of ours, the true fans, know that almost every movie we touch on has a, a, at least three other freaking names. So yeah, and this one I only saw Demons or Demoni Two, mm-hmm. Demons. The Nightmare Returns, and then I saw Demon, The Nightmare Continues. Oh, shit. So, I, but they're all the Continues. same movie, kind of. And we've kind of talked about these uh, Italian movies. They seem to really make, they seem very confusing off the bat. Has any Italian movie we've watched had a coherent start to the movie? Have any movie we watched, period, ever had a coherent start? Oh, no. yeah. Maybe Street Trash. That's just my go-to. If I need to appraise a movie that we've watched, I just go right to Street we've Trash. We've watched a lot of good movies. Because Street Trash... I know, but Street Trash is so much better than all of them combined. I love that movie. I know. I might... I, I know. I need to watch it again. I, I own a copy now. I'm really... I'm thrilled. Um, But yeah. That's nice. We're into Demons 2. Do you want to just briefly touch upon what happened in Demons 1? This is the first time we've had to do this. That's true. That's true. Demons 1... Was a group of Italians with shitty American dubs go to a movie theater to see some kind of movie premiere, which the movie premiere, the film within a film becomes kind of a trend of these movies, which I'm not going to explain too much, but they go to see a movie because <laughs> it's unexplainable <laughs> and it's in so weird. said movie, a demon bites a person and that somehow then triggers an actual person in the theater to turn into a demon, thus spreading the demon virus. It's Where we much, leave off in it, Demons 1, they have now taken over a block of this city, and fast forward to Demons 2, it is now walled up? In, in The demons are now walled into the city, kind of like a Berlin Wall type thing. Yeah. And this is... Where it gets confusing, so try and stay with me, but... Good luck. <laughs> Honestly, good luck. As we open on the movie, 
we see a group of people trying to breach this said Berlin Wall into the Demon City. But then they are we we are we are watching people watch them on TV. Does that kind of make sense, Steve? No, of course like, not. They're it's watching incomprehensible, a dude. movie. <laughs> it makes no sense, but it is incomprehensible. All you need to fine, know is that is it fine. follows a similar plot point to the original movie that they're somehow the they're, they're watching TV and it spawns a demon. Does that pretty much sum it up, Steve? That pretty much sums it up. See, yeah. The demon is somehow triggered by whatever they're watching. Yeah, um, that sounds that sounds about right. It's weird, but it sounds about right. It's it doesn't really make sense. Um, where do we want to start? Do you want to just start with some of the crazy dumb shit, or you want to get right into the kills? Let's 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 start with some dumb shit. You know, let's okay. just uh, just some fun facts and such. First of all, killer soundtrack, man. Yeah, pretty much. It's like a lot of like goth rock. It's not like what you would Smiths. expect from eighties. Yeah, because you, no. you think a lot of like synth and shit. There's a little bit of synth, but it's a lot yeah. of I call it like industrial prog rock. Yeah, there's like a lot of industrial rock, kind of early goth, uh, post punk. It's like that's like an Argento calling card. He always has killer I'm soundtracks. That. I'm into that, man. He was like on top of his shit. I mean, he was probably what in his fifties at the time. Mm. Not maybe that. that no, way. God, no. I'm gonna say like thirties, probably. Okay, yeah, but yeah, he, he was on top of the trendy music at the time. Yeah, no, yeah, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a it's a very eclectic mix of good stuff. That's something for everybody, you know. Welcome, yeah. welcome to Bobaverse. Bobaverse. Yeah, I mean, I definitely heard some Smiths during the party sequence. Uh, heard Morrissey's fucking whiny voice. It's funny to listen to American lyrics, even though you're watching a telly movie that's somewhat shot in Germany. Yeah, that was the other thing, too, we noticed. There was a lot of, like, German signage and just German, uh, like, German language set pieces. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, this shit was filmed in Hamburg. Can I, can, I, can I do a sidebar for a minute and tell you a fun thing that I just found out? About Demons 2? No. Um, sort of. So, okay. there's a movie coming out in development right now called The Sandman, starring Iggy Pop as The Sandman, directed by Dario Argento. Ooh. That's all I gotta say about that. I thought you were about to say Dario Argento is producing a Demon Six. No, actually, I look. There's Wish only like would. there's only really truly three demons. That there's there's not really a Demons Four. It seems like from the brief twenty minutes of research I did before this movie, there was a movie that Argento did called The Sect, okay. which came out in the early nineties, and like in Italy one vhs company branded it as demons 4 but it's not it's not related to demons at all that's so freaking confusing i forgot that he did a 3d dracula movie argento Argento? yeah recently 2012 yeah argento's still making shit kind of like every eight years it seems like pretty much i don't know i don't know if any of it's really relevant or if it's good i can tell from these reviews i can tell you no it is not relevant he had like a decent movie. I remember Ryan really loved it. And it, it was kind of a more recent. Maybe it was in the nineties. It was called Opera. That was kind of a fun one. Maybe that's eighties still. Eighty seven. Yeah, but that that was that was kind of later Argento. Because you remember he was doing he was huge in the seventies with with uh, well, what's, what's interesting is is how few movies he's directed. Really, if you really go back at it, go well, back he, and look. He really didn't direct this either. No. He, I think he produced he a produced lot. It. He's a producer, yeah. He's... And he probably got a weird screenwriting credit on this movie. Probably uh, along with like 12 other guys because it made no... The, the plot made no sense. Yeah, welcome to freaking, you know, 
Italian near realistic Italian fucking committee script writing. Pretty much. Like everybody needs to put a piece of something in. Welcome to filmmaking, my friend. Nobody is uh, immune to that. But um okay, what what else do we want to get in on this movie here? I think again, like in Demons One, we had a weird kind of punk car scenario. Punk car. Where we had just punks driving around in a car really fast. Oh yeah. And Demons One had that too. This is is a punk heavy franchise for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's that's kind of fun. Before we get Uh, well, I guess we can before we continue, uh the the special effects in this movie are damn good. The special we're gonna get into the special effects in a minute. Oh, let's jump in. Let's jump in. I had one other thing I wanted to talk about, and that was just the whole uh 80s gym and uh the people thus in it yeah dude um we'll get into that though because there's that's a whole plot point that <laughs> it is literally yeah, is like a third a... of the movie takes place with these gym people fighting demons a lot of johnny hard bodies and yeah yeah so all right let's let's get into some of these gore special effects God this bless. is like this is what I, honestly i i love the effects in this movie yeah, there's I mean, so many close-ups of the demons. So all the, the and their only, makeup looks awesome. The only plot there is in this movie really is just that anyone needs to know is that the yeah they awaken they use the blood. So a girl gets cut, uh, the blood goes into the mouth of a dead demon from the site of the first movie. It comes back to life. It attacks her. It's essentially a zombie movie. Pretty uh, much replace yeah. the zombies with uh, demons. It's a zombie movie. And then that's pretty much it, you know. the The disease, you know, yeah. uh, creeps or through the town. Come, come, well, the demon comes through the TV, and we're not going to explain all of this, but the, he Again, comes through the TV because it does not make sense. And then he infects a girl who's having a birthday party, and, and it just evolves from there. Thus, uh, it's kind of like it. a high rise apartment complex, condo complex, eighties Italian, and that's where the movie takes place. And that's pretty much it. That's the movie. So now we can, now we can talk about the kills and the yeah. core. But yeah, so now the everybody effects, in this complex gets attacked by demons. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. Um, but yeah, the effects of the demons themselves, I think it's pretty fantastic. I mean, there's even um, a dog. Well, there's a dog, a cute, yeah, cute puppy. We'll get, yeah, we'll get yeah the demon dog. Yeah, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself right now. Maybe we we need to stick with kind of like um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Chronological. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. While you're here. Yeah, so I mean, well, I guess it depends on what your uh, what the notes here say. I mean, the notes the notes pretty much go in order, I guess. Let me look. Yeah, they yeah they go. It is funny to see these like demons, you know, from like demons which you can assume from hell, but they of course act like you know humans. They run, they do it. Yeah, it's just like, except for that one. There's one that comes from a child, which is again, you know, you know, you know me. I love my child death and horror movies. You know. Yeah. So all right, right. Let, let's let's start with. The first demon. Yeah, bring me back on track here. The first demon comes to the TV, attacks our girl Sally. She's having a birthday party. Not a great birthday for her. No. I'm telling you, in hindsight. No, because but they're having a good time. There's a lot of dancing. Oh hell, well, yeah. We lot. keep watching these '80s movies, and they're all having these great like yeah. house parties. And I get jealous, man, because you see people in the '80s dancing, and I'm like, this. It, I'm not a dancer, but if I feel like if I was born in like a, of that age in the '80s. You don't dance at weddings? I'm not a dancer, dude. Okay. I'm not a dancer. All right. I do not like it. I do not like it, Sam. I am. I'm, I'm not a fan of it. Again, if I was that at the age of a tween to teen in the 80s, yeah. I think I'd be breaking it down, man. I'd be cutting up the carpet, but. All right. Well, technically, our I guess technically our second demon after the TV demon 
is Sally. She gets bit. She comes out for her birthday. She Would you consider her kind of the instigator of all this? Yeah, because she kind of becomes like, she's the last demon we see as well. That's right. She so, is. So, you know, she comes out. She's going to blow out her birthday bitch. candles. And then she's a demon. She's like literally transformed into a demon as blowing out the candles. Massacres everybody at the party besides for like a, another couple. The transformation much. scenes to the demons is pretty well done too. It is. Because you cover a lot of shit that has just bad special effects, it's kind of inherent. It's an occupational hazard, yeah. you know. It's part of what makes it's in our DNA in this podcast. But yeah. so it is nice to point out when the special effects. And again, I say special effects. What I mean is all practical special effects. I mean, you remember the last movie we covered, Bloody Apes? Remember those transformation Ooh, effects? They're a little shit. rough. Yeah, I mean that was 1969, but still. Yeah, the effects here look good. And. uh Pretty much from that, from said massacre of her party goers, um, they kind of like start to bleed quite a bit, obviously. Oh, of course. And the blood is like dripping through the floor. So the the blood is obviously a highly acidic substance, (laughs) not from this earth. Yeah. To the point where it like cuts through metal. Like it is like, it is acidic as shit. Yeah. Like I don't want to get that on my shoes by any means. Um, and there's a pretty extended scene of just like the blood dripping from a ceiling onto the into the you know apartments below. It's like lighting shit on fire. And just the havoc that it caused. For a, this is a long scene, man. It's like yeah. 20 minutes of just straight blood leaking down, torching things, and people reacting to it. And uh, it's good stuff, man. In fact, a dog licks it. A dog. The, licks the, it. the aforementioned dog takes a lick, which obviously fucks that that dog it right up. It turns into like a, I really don't know how to describe it. Like it's like. It's a great... It, it's like lips pulled back, and it's like snout and teeth like protrude further from it. Does that make sense? No, you can see like the, the, you can see the demon coming out of its mouth. That's yeah. what it is. It's like a picture like a baby bird coming out of it. It looks fantastic. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the, the fact that, too, like you, sometimes you see this dog running around, and you can see the prosthetic actually... They, they really strap the prosthetic to a dog for these seeds yeah you know which ethically is, you can't really get behind that but I hey don't you know, know. everything it's kind of cute though when he's just like pitter pattering i'm yeah. assuming when he actually like they show the really close-ups that that could be a, a puppet maybe but there are I a lot of really bodies know. being thrown off of buildings and stuff so yeah. there's a lot of you know the, you know there's a lot of dummy work here but he uh that dog uh you know eats its owner uh, as they do just straight just like ripping it looked like the dog would just eat like ripping like actual like pork flesh off a dummy yeah it's pretty, pretty good, good effect pretty maybe, good fun maybe effect. hungry not pretty fun effect you. pretty hungry now thinking about um that. speaking so, of which too while we had the blood dripping remember at the bottom of the like the the basement of the of the hotel there was like that tanning room did you say hotel or i'm sorry the condo okay i was, I was like what did i miss no no the you know the the apartment yes it was like a weird tanning room yeah, it's one of those unexplainable and, things. And yeah, and there like, was like this, well. this guy in a full, uh, like, iron lung of a tanning mechanism. How would you describe that? I don't know. I mean, I, I've seen that before. It's I've never like seen that. You get into this box and only your head is above the box. Yeah. I'm assuming who knows what's happening in the box that is supposed to be like a spa, spa-rific, if I can say that. Okay. Um. That's what it is. I couldn't really tell you. You know, we're not uh, affluent. We don't know. We don't spend a lot of time no, in spas. No, I've never been in. I've never been tanning in my life. Uh, neither have I. 
You can say you can if you have. Dude, you can just go outside. You can tan. Yeah. You don't need you don't need a tanning bed. Just go outside, no, dude. Yeah. We live in Michigan and we still we still just go outside, guys. Come you on. You just go outside. We have all well, we have all four seasons here. Yeah, so we, we do. Have plenty of time to uh, to tan, but so yeah, obviously of course the blood dip because you you can assume that realistically the blood really doesn't drip into all these things, but for the sake of the movie, you're gonna have it. Yeah. The most convenient place for it to drop onto people. Uh, one of which is a dude on in this box spa like, yeah, right steamer thing. Uh, that obviously makes mincemeat of him, of course. Yeah. And then he goes and fries that girl. So th- that was my question. The blood hits him, and it turns him into a, into a, I keep almost saying zombie, which is the same exact thing, but... A demon. Into a demon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How does that... Oh, I, you uh, know, do you want me to explain how no, it works? No, there's no need to ask. It just, no, it is, I, I it is how it is. I can't how it works. At one point in the movie, they say that it gets spread through their fingernails. Right. Which, I, I don't, I mean, I guess, yeah, some people get scratched and turned like into them. Poison dart frog, you know? So. All right. But, you know, I kind of wish that when he, when he killed the girl in the tanning bed. Which I was another, wish it was a little uh, gorier, death. or they showed a little bit more of that. I don't know. Oh, you like your singed women, huh? I, I wouldn't have minded seeing it. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with they you. They didn't really show any well, of them. He, he, all he really does is just take the top of the tanning bed and shove it on top of her. But it really, is that how it works? I mean, it's it's that, that hot to the touch. You like burn you alive. Maybe it up first. We just didn't see it. I mean, I've seen, what is it? Uh, flying. Uh, Final Destination? Thank you. I think the third one, I believe, is one that has the tanning bed. Possibly, yeah. But it just seemed like it felt like it was like a George Foreman grill being pushed onto her. That's what it seemed like because it just burned her alive for our pleasure. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I don't know. You know, it was just fun to watch. It was it was effective. Let's just say yeah. That. So I mean, it was effective. That was a big one. The dog transformation was a fun one. Um, kind of from there, we end up the like the, the now after the dog transformation, I believe that was when like everybody in the party just busted out. Like all the, yeah. they're all zombies now too, because Sally turned them all into zombies. You mean zombies. demons, right? De- demons. Yeah. God, you got me saying zombies. Yeah, well, you know. And where do they go? Right to the fucking gym. Well, we've seen scenes, you know, brief, s- small scenes of these hunk, hunk daddies and hunk mommies lifting weights in extremely yeah. 80s attire, it's, which I really wish I'd bring back uh, yeah. for obvious reasons, but... Because you're basically just wearing lingerie or, like, a swimming attire and, like, the tiny, tiniest, like, I call them male Daisy Dukes. Yeah. They're, um, like, little, but, they're, but they're, they're, like, they're workout, workout material. Yeah, they're not denim. But you might as well be naked, dude. I mean, you might as yeah. well wear nothing. It's like the Romans. But, you know, hey, again, I like it. I'm, I support it. But, so anyway, you see, the, the frequently the movie will come back to these hunks, these hard bodies. Uh, you Would know, you say like this just is like a, a whole room full of Steve's cuties? Yeah, just 100%. everybody, guys know. and gals, hundred percent. Yeah. We don't have to. Yeah, they're it's, all a, it's a real who's who of uh, of cuties and hard bodies, and uh, yeah, it's it's good stuff. Anyway, so eventually, of course, you know, it's you could you could call it foreshadowing, but not really. But eventually, all of the scenes of these hard bodies pumping iron for my pleasure it comes into a kind of a crescendo as all of the the non-zombies uh rush into the gym and it becomes a a big part of the movie becomes kind of like a survival of this whole gym full of people who all they all share a locker room after 
Yeah, it doesn't like again. There's culture, some man. there's some continuity culture. things that just are weird. I, I think that was just that was just a European culture maybe. at the time, eighties culture. They maybe. all just share a locker room. Maybe. Hey, man, uh, you know. Uh, some of my favorite parts of this movie though is when the zombie or the demons attack the the people in the weight room, and they're just like literally throwing like barbells at them mm-hmm. and dumbbells. I, I just loved that. It was just so. Well, like, what else are you gonna do? You're was, you're in a room with with weights that can. Be I don't even know if some of those were like prop dumbbells. Uh, they looked legit heavy. Yeah, they did. I guess something. Like they were throwing the them at effects, windows right. and shit. <laughs> yeah, I guess apparently after a gym closes, there's just no way of leaving into anything. No. bulletproof glass that is impenetrable by any sort of weight and believe me they, they all tried all these people in the gym they tried to get the hell out of there and defend themselves off against the non-zombies yeah and so uh, they well actually like it's this is a movie where well a lot of people do dumb shit make dumb decisions but the people mm-hmm. in the gym they're smart man they know yeah they're able to barricade they, they leave and, the gym and they go down to the garage they kind and they of barricade themselves honcho, in the head honcho played by um Bobby Rhodes? Bobby, we'll say that, sure. Bobby Rhodes, yeah. Bobby Rhodes? He's also in Demons 1. He plays the pimp. Yeah, he he's the kind of like the head honcho, the kind of like the the, the, the pimp of, of the of the litter, if you will. Yeah. And please don't. Um, but he uh, he's the you know he's the ringleader. So and he's out there. He's got a gun in a, in a trunk randomly that they never mentioned at all. A big double barrel shotgun that he yeah. does not even aim, man. I'm telling you. No, he really just, has, he's just blowing. He's like shooting from the hip. He he has he has confidence in his hip shots and his buck shot. But hey, what the hell do I know about guns? Dead I eye. I don't know much. He's got so. dead eye. He's got dead eye. That's true. That's yeah. We're playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption too. So, but so. So yeah, they kind of go and barricade themselves down in the garage, um, and then you know we're only about halfway through this movie, because we have one uh, another one of my little favorites is uh, at one point too when the demons are calling through the TVs, there's a little boy watching. Yeah, dude. And uh, we don't see really what happens to him. It happens off camera, but ugh. we uh, we do see the aftermath, and what we have is a little uh, little demon guy. You know I love my child violence in horror movies, so it's nice when like when I get, when I get to see these kids suffer. <laughs> and the little demon kid was kind of fun. I really liked it. It was really lot. good makeup. I got to tell you right now, good. we looked fantastic. And God bless the little child actor. He fucking he killed gave it. it. His all, dude. He, he was, he was, it. He was a real samurai weaving in this movie for sure. He was yeah. really giving it his all. He's probably Australian. Who the hell knows? So he uh, he he breaks into. We should also mention like one of the main character. I would say the main character of this movie. Is um another hard body, he's, little John Claude Van Damme lookalike hard body man, and um his wife is like this pregnant lady. They're they're hanging out, they're living together. He they get separated at one point. He's stuck in an elevator. She's stuck in the house, and there's a lot of getting stuck in the elevator in yeah. this movie. Yeah, I haven't mentioned that until now, but it just happens a lot. It does. I, these yeah, these Hamburg elevators. Either that, or I think it's just people in the '80s just couldn't help themselves. Maybe elevators of, were really scary back in the '80s. That was the beginning of this and Krupp's, you know, takeover of the I don't world, know. of the world's elevators. But this little kid kind of pities himself into her apartment, or at least gets her to crack the door. That's the thing; it's a smart demon. It's able to manifest yeah. the voice of the child and kind of yep. guilt her and open the door, which would ultimately almost lead to her demise. Yep, he he busts in. Uh, they have, they tussle quite a bit. Yeah. Maybe and, I'll, uh, I'll say it too much. And then, and too then long. she doesn't even kill him. 
Because he just kind of starts convulsing and oh, falls man. to the floor. And what do we have? Uh, we have a sort of alien-like uh, chest burst. Chest, yeah. Really, he basically essentially just, this young male child gives birth to a demon. Very Rosemary's Baby-ish. Yeah. Which, you know what? I'm going to kind of say it. I kind of preferred the puppet demon that came out. He was kind of cute. Yeah, he was nice. It was good. It was a good, again, good effects. You know? It was a fun little, I mean, like... If you were to watch it, you would probably roll your eyes in 2019, the year no. of our Lord, but at the time, I think that's very well done. Man. No, it was a fun was little, a like, puppet rubber part. puppet demon that comes out of him. It's a fun, it's 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 a fun bad that it's good, that makes any sense. Yeah. Three, three ways to describe it. And uh, pretty much, like, now the now this pregnant woman is fighting off this, like, little... We'll call him the little demon that popped he out of the kid's he's, he's chest. He's essentially a gremlin. He's essentially yeah, a little gremlin. gremlin. They're fighting, and probably is this the most bizarre death of the movie where she pours acid on him that's just sitting on a drink cart? She she go in the same apartment that she lives in. She has she grabs a poison. Oh, and how do you know it's poison? It's got the skull and bones on it. Yeah. You know, it, like it reminds you of the, of the bombs that have like the the big black circular spherical bombs. Yeah. Or, or like like the money bags, like a fucking Looney Tune. It. Yeah, it's like, an Acme. It was it's it, an Acme. Yeah. Thing. It's Acme branded poison that she just just grabs from her part, like right from her like you know liquor cabinet essentially. Yeah, like it's sitting there uh, like next to like a bottle of gin. Maybe it's absinthe because you ever had absinthe? It's disgusting. It's the I, worst I don't think it's that bad. It's, it is. It's, it is. Revolting. I, uh, I would prefer to drink that awful acid than take another sip of absinthe. It's like a, it's like a weird Jaeger. Absinthe is the the audition of of liquors. Is, uh, it, is, it, even, is it even liquor? I think it's, it's a liquor. It's like tastes like a freshly mowed lawn. Is yeah, gross. but sometimes you go like if you go to a true absinthe place. Like my brother and I went in Toronto, and it was like. I had it in New Orleans, dude. Yeah, right, but the right one in Toronto, Street, the one in Toronto, there was all it was like run by like a witch coven. Oh, well, okay. Well, now we're, all right, that sounds dope. All yeah. Right. So just you know, just so you, so pump you, the you, brakes, bud. Do so you drink a potion? Yes. You lucky bitch. That's awesome. I'm yeah. so jealous. I want to drink potions. Yeah, I was drinking potions with witches up in Toronto. I would if I drank a potion of absinthe, I would I demand it be turned into a frog or something because it's mm-hmm. disgusting, man. It was fun. I took one sip and I wanted to die. Anyway, I went and saw Allison Chains afterwards. It was a wow, great Jesus. day, great day all yeah, around. Not bad, Jesus. Okay. Anyway, little demon, cute. It was a cute. Just poured acid on. I'm not sure if it was intentional enough to have him be so as cute as he was. we were, we were, we were. Stunned. He was funny. He had like a, he had like a really like weird kind of cute like baby wine. Yeah, we were smitten. It was fun. It was turned on by. But it. um, he got acid poured on him. And then, I and, and if that wasn't enough, he kind of comes back after the acid burn. Because <laughs> and our fucking does. John Va- John Claude Van Damme hard body somehow gets a. F- Where did he get the umbrella from? Uh, I think he just grabbed it from like a you know you like know, an umbrella the, rack the, the umbrella the umbrella rack yeah yeah yeah. And this might be is this this has to be the most gruesome kill by umbrella I've seen. Yes. Yeah. Have you seen a more intense one? Not in my lifetime. He stabs this thing like through the fucking ass out the mouth with an umbrella. And it's already like a charred acid burned little body. When he came in uh, from like with the umbrella to kill him, I felt like olive oil with Popeye's girlfriend. I was like, ah, I was smitten. I was like, oh, save me hard body, man. This is this movie almost has like a bunch of unintentional slapstick to it. I love the ads. Good stuff. 
but yeah, so then they, they killed this demon. Um, and then pretty much from there, we kind of cut to the final battle of the garage. Like, oh, again, while all of this is taking place in the garage. It is, a, it's, it's honestly a stressful filmmaking because like, they're just like, they're having a miserable time. I feel like there's like two movies going on. You have like the demon oh, for baby sure. storyline and then you have like the, the jocks fighting the demons in the garage. I mean, just watching them try everything they can think of to get and, and the smart decisions. They're not stupid. You know, no. they're making reasonable decisions and everything is fucking failing yeah. and they're the, getting the, more stressed the, out. The, the, the jocks in the hard bodies in the garage are literally like push, like flipping cars over they're lifting to like cars. barricade doors. They're, they're finding their mother's intuition, lift these cars up. And it's doing nothing. It was fun. That was some of my favorite shit. The whole, all the yeah. whole gym sequence in yeah. the garage is my some of my favorite stuff. For sure, I agree. But the demons the, get through. It's just stressful, man, because they're just trying and it's just nothing's working. And there's kind of a massive like final battle in the garage. The demons are killing everybody in there. Um, we see a very young. How do you pronounce it, Steve? Asia Argento. Asia Argento. That's what Google said. So, uh, you know, problematic character never because lies. you know was she implemented in Bourdain's death? Oh, oh no. <laughs> but anyway, Ugh. a ten-year-old Asia Argento I miss you so much is uh, is in this, and uh, she watches her parents get killed. The whole demons are killing everybody in the garage, and uh, I really liked the scene where she was like kind of pinned up against in the car and the demons were all looking through the car windows at yeah because they're all smushed up face up against it that yeah. was fun absolutely man and then from there who do we see queen bitch demon sally sally from the birthday party freaking sally man and she goes on a fucking tear and she's running through this whole place man, i, I don't know why she's like attracted to John Claude Van Damme look-alike and pregnant lady, but How can you not be she's like him? looking for them, and uh, that's pretty much how we get to the end of the movie. They're trying to escape. They're like the only two survivors in this place, which I think is a very common th- theme or thread that we see in these movies. Where there's always like the at least the main guy and like a main girl who comes out at the end. Everything yeah. else behind them, sometimes literally, is they walk away down the alleyway and they leave yeah. everything behind them. And I, th- I just think that's very very common for these movies, which is fine. I have no problem with it. I just yeah. I've noticed that with this one, and they do escape, and Sally chases them. Yeah, and that and leads them to a end up in a weird like TV studio. TV studio that you, that's kind of like it's like it's almost like they try like they did like a half-ass attempt to explain the film within a film plot line. Yeah, and attempt is the key word there. I don't know if it makes sense. Oh no, it doesn't at all. I can tell you that much. Like right they're now. just like we've been being filmed this whole time. Yeah. Well, it. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a way for them to talk to mention the fact that like oh we've been you know the people on the or at least to mention to the audience the people of yeah. of course know they they never mentioned the idea that they they the characters were at one point watching a movie on the TV that was actually yeah. happening none of that is ever explained or mentioned no so. it's not really explained it doesn't really matter though because our pregnant lady she has her baby and boy and then thus you get the most uh, immaculate recovery of any human woman I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. And she pops the baby out and she is mobile. She's running. She's jumping. 
Yep. Uh, God bless her, man. You wouldn't know she had a baby. Who you know? You would never know she had no. a baby. Literally three minutes before. It's crazy, no. man. It's not really like blood. No, the baby comes out clean, uh, dry, crying. No butt slap for that. I will say, how disappointed were you that it was not a demon baby? That would have been too obvious, you know. I, it, it's, it, 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 you can't once you once you have in uh, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead when you give birth to a zombie baby. You seen that? Okay, okay. You can't top that. That's the best. I feel like you, I would. I was made a demon baby in the original Dawn of the Dead too. Yeah. So there you go. That's so, why I, mean, I think that you. I, I don't want to see anything else other than that because I think that is a perfect way to do it. Because other, because really, this is the end of the movie, and it's actually kind of a happy ending. Yeah, we we see a lot of happy endings in ours. It just it's a yeah, long journey true. to get there, but you know they're generally happy. But you know endings. we have we have we have John Claude Van Damme lookalike, pregnant lady, JCVD. and and baby, and they all survive the demons to do God knows what. After I don't that. know because it freeze phrases on them. Free, freeze. We do get a nice frames. French New Wave style, four hundred blows style, Francois Truffaut style freeze frame yep. on them as we as they leave, and. uh and we roll the credits on them. And, uh, in Italian, even though it was shot in Germany. And dubbed in American. Yeah, English. Well, yeah. So. So, all around, Steve, thoughts, feelings, ups and downs with Demons 2? Uh, like, so, I, the, I like what, like you said, there's like two movies going on there. Kind of. Is. I like one of them, you know. Which, I like, which one? <laughs> I like the, uh, you know, the, the hunks, the hard bodies, and they're, uh, trials and tribulations of trying to escape these not zombies, demons. Um, demons. Yeah, no, they're not zombies. They're demons. Um, don't ruin the joke. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that I prefer that over the kind of melodramatic. Uh, although I, I do like the dancing. I'm telling you, man, I'm not a no, dancer. No, the birthday storyline was kind of weird. I love me some eighties. But dancing. I did like the I did like the baby demon and the kid demon. I feel like that's kind of almost like a mixture of the two stories. Or the, the gremlin demon and the kid the demon. The obvious gremlin, yeah. yeah. Dollar store gremlin. It's almost like this was like meant to be a weird anthology, but then they're just like, fuck it, let's just tie it together. Fine by me, man. You know, it kind of feels like that. When you have like five you know, screenwriters for a 90-minute movie, it's going to be a little convoluted. Well, I mean, well, like it chapter two, they have two, they have, they have all the time they want, so they kind of like let it all go. This one, they try to cram it all into that hour and a half, and I think it's a better movie for you know. Well, well because it, 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 there's 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 no real lack of excitement. There's always something fucking like how many times in this movie we're like, holy shit, like what the fuck? Never enough, but I can <laughs> that, that's for any movie, you know. At, so. at times, there's just ran like stuff just bursting into flames, cars blowing up, um. You know, I don't know if this is if I prefer this to Demons One, but it's oh, it, I do. It was fun. The the car, the garage battle alone, I think, is better than yeah Demons One. Ignoring the fact that I remember almost nothing from the Demons One, I know I, I do remember Demons One quite a bit because I've seen it a few times. But I do think like if, I don't know if they're definitely equal. I can definitely say that they are. They're they're both. Super fun movies. They're mm-hmm. both kind of this. They're they're both just so dumb. Yeah, they're dumb. It's shit. hard to compare them because there's almost no plot. It's all just special effects and kills. And I think this one is just as fun as Demons One. Agreed. These are exactly like what I look for in like a like a Halloween marathon type movie. Sure. Like this is exactly I think like this and Demons One 
is like the poster child for like what a fun horror movie should be fun music yeah ridiculous kills it's not like heavy it's also not like a comedy but it's just i don't know it hits like so many sweet spots but that's it yeah i think this that we can wrap it up there that's a great double feature demons one and two together highly recommended Maybe Demons 3, the third one that doesn't yeah, know, well, that sort of exist, sort of. Kind we'll, of. We'll, maybe we'll cover Demons 3 next year sometime. There we go. We'll, give it, we'll give it some time. Sounds good to me. But uh, that's Demons 2. Uh, anything we want to say before we, we go off the air? You want to plug the Soch? Well, if you go to bladejob.pinecast.co, you can go. You can see, you know, that's a kind of our main site. Scroll down to the bottom, you can see the Blade Job. Oh, as you click on that, you get our social medias. Yeah. Including me, sometimes I stream on Twitch. It's just a fun thing, you know. Uh, you know, that's a that's the whole that's the that's the the plug. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think, you know, give us a rating on iTunes. You know, it would be nice if you follow us on Twitter. If you find us on Twitter, like I would like to see any um, recommendations. You know, we've never really asked for that. Yeah, give us some recs. I mean, we're, if you we, have we anything have... near and dear to your heart, just tweet at blade jo- at blade job podcast and say, hey, I love this movie. It fits the criteria, which is a very open criteria, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we covered a uh, fucking audition. There's, yeah, there's we, we cover awful movies. We can cover good movies, some yeah. really, really, really awful movies. Yeah, or Breeders. Just the, one, just the one. Way yeah. back in the day. That's Throwback true. to Breeders. The other, I didn't care for the other hell. The other hell. That's like episode three, I back know. in the archive. The Abomination was pretty bad. That was a rough one. Um, But, you know, keep, preview. you know, stick around, you know. We're probably going to have some... Uh, well, we're gonna have some more wrestling content coming up. This was very, uh, not we didn't cover any wrestling pretty much this episode, but it, we'll be back with some bloody podcast, matches. Man. You never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, we'll be back with some bloody matches. This is probably for next free. episode. Let's just do one. Uh, we'll we'll figure it out. But this is free content, no ads. Yeah. I mean, my God, man. Yeah, no ads yet. This is great. <laughs> so that's probably a wrap for us. Uh, thank Shadwick and the Trauma Dance. Follow yeah, them on uh, fun. and social media too. Just Google them and uh, yeah, we'll we'll be back and uh, see you in a few weeks, guys. We love you very much. Never forget that. Goodbye. Demons Two: The Nightmare Returns. There's nowhere to hide. No place to run. is safe from the unspeakable terror heading your way in Demons 2 The Nightmare Returns